early. Family business. Did this start with you, or were like, were you kind of yeah, like molded into this? Like, you know, yeah, no, no. TTC man it actually came came about. Uh, it started as Restore Three Hundred and Sixty because I was always doing renovations and doing flips. So Restore Three Hundred and Sixty was a company that started off uh, that I started off as for doing like rehabs and flips, and then TTCD came into place, which is TNT Construction. And development, which stands for Thomas and Thomas, which the other Thomas is my wife. And so, uh, Thomas and Thomas, why not have the family business? No, nobody. The Thomas could be my sister. Her last yeah. the reason she got married. So, it's her maiden name is Thomas. Yeah, it could be whoever. So, yeah. nobody knew who the other Thomas was. I've been married to my wife for 13 years. And so, they never knew who the Thomas was. They just thought again it's a family business which it is a family business it is yeah yeah right. you see what i'm saying but i'm the one in the field is you know what i mean having a deal yeah. you know having a deal with the day-to-day but from an administrative right. standpoint like she helps me out she keeps things intact and uh she helps the money flow for me like yeah if i need things put in place or taken care of or, or pay you know vendors being paid like all i gotta do is send it to her she's gonna put it in process and then it's knocked out so that's crazy you know i think actually like this is something that i was thinking about the other day i feel like the number one thing you can do when you start a family like husband and wife and then if you're gonna have kids in the future and stuff like that honestly like the number one thing you could do for your family is start a business you know what i'm saying because it provides you an opportunity to employ like i'm part of a family business as well and our family business literally employs like four people in the family. You know what I'm saying? It pays for it pretty much up until, you know what I'm saying? I took it over. It was paying for, or since I've been taking it over, it pays for everything that, you know what I'm saying? My family does like every like important thing and like right. major thing, you know what I'm saying? Like it just provides so much opportunity for the people in the family. You know oh, what I'm saying? And, sure. um, and it's if, something that if, can just if keep they going. If they, if, that again? if they truly working and not slacking. No, yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. And that's why, you know what I'm saying, like, it's not like everybody gets a position. It's like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like the people that are there are putting in work. But when when I think about it, I'm just like, damn, like, a lot of, like, this is, a lot of people are benefiting off of this. Like, whether they work there or not, because the business pays for a lot of things that the family does. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's that just how you said that with, you know what I'm saying, you and your wife, I feel like that's, honestly like the best thing you could do with a partner that's like the reason to have a partner for real you know what i'm saying and there's ups and downs you know there's ups and downs absolutely absolutely you know, like with any business or relationship and a lot of people say that they can't do business with their spouse because the the conflict of interest is when y'all don't see eye to eye that's yeah. the only conflict of interest we in the household together i gotta see you so mm-hmm. if we agree on a certain business decision and we mad at each other at the end of the day you still my wife don't take this business personal you that's know what right I mean? that's right kind of us being able to talk and have a conversation and separate the two and so i think it's hard for a lot of couples to be able to separate the two because it's more compassion involved you know and like hey you said xyz you didn't consider my feelings man take feelings out of the business <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Not feelings in business like we don't yeah. need no I, I she used to say that i was like super harsh you know, or like too blunt with people, but I'm like, yeah, hey, like people will play you. You know what I mean? They'll yeah, play on your top, no, they'll play on your top, man, if they can and will. 
And so you got to kind of nip it in the bud before it even yeah. goes. To, you know, and, you know, like, as you talk about that, I want to go, like, rewind back to, like, you know, when you were saying those days when you're making those 10K, 20K flips or whatnot, like, and, you know, the market does what it eventually does in a way or whatnot, like, can you talk about, I guess, even some uh, some things that you had to go through, some obstacles and shit like yeah, that, like you know, early when on. things were going smooth early on within your yeah. process that sometimes you didn't oversee, whether that's who you get into business with, whether that's just a bad investment overall, like, how is it looking like, well, it's like, you know, you're getting your stride, trying to scale, yeah. but, you know, sometimes life throw them setbacks, so what's that looking like for you? No, for sure, so, uh, so we can go back to, like, 2011, 2012, I ended up getting okay, my for sure. Yeah, I ended up getting my license as a as a as an agent, as a licensed agent. At the time, like the market was just coming back. There weren't a lot of black people, you know what I mean, that were like right. getting licenses as an agent. So I was early on and I still had like a real job. So I had a real job and I got my license at the same time I got hired. In the was business. the job in real estate? The job wasn't was in real estate. It was actually oh, okay. crazy. So I'm and I'm gonna tell you, you Houston right now, right? I was, in, I was in Houston, so I was working for the city of Houston, but I was in IT. And right. so uh it's crazy how you know when they talk about full circle moments, like it's crazy how life is really full circle because uh I worked for the city for like three years. They fired me in 15. Now I just came back here this past, like this past year and got multi-million dollar contract as a contractor prime crazy you know what I'm so i was walking in the, i was walking, in the hallway. i was walking in the hallway and i saw a lady that remembered me from when i used to work she just kept looking at me and i didn't tell her like oh i remember you she just kept looking at me and she was like why do i why do you look so for me i'm like it's greg from over at the telecommunications building she was like oh my god <laughs> like, I mean, that's crazy yeah but it's just the fact that you know that's you tough gotta, yeah yeah well, you know like i said what goes around come around so you got to make sure you treat people with decency respect because the same people you see going up you're going to see coming down and so i treat the janitor and the ceo the same way like i don't do no disrespect i don't tolerate disrespect you know from from people that talk it or talk down on people or yeah, yeah. because man at the end of the day we still either sit down the same or we stand up the same. And so, uh, you know, but just going back to 2012 when I got my license, right. I was getting my license, I was working. And one thing my aunt told me, my mom's sister, she was like, you got to burn the midnight oil. Like if you want to see results, you got to burn the midnight oil. So I would get up at seven o'clock to go into the office, but I would also be kind of working on prospects on, you know, for real estate as an agent to see who I could get, you know, as a client. And so I'd be working to like 12 o'clock, one o'clock, two o'clock in the morning, go to sleep. And you know, when you got to got a gig, you counting how many hours you got left before you got to get up. You got right. to, how long is it gonna take you to shower if you didn't shower the night yeah. before? How long is it gonna take you to get dressed? And how long is it gonna take you to get to work? And so you mm -hmm. thinking about that the whole time you sleeping, you like, yo, like, <laughs> I might not make it to work today. I might call in sick. Nah, yeah. facts. Right, 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 right. So I was driving to work, uh, like I said, every day, man, doing my job. And then over time from 20, 2012 to 2015, I started seeing the elevation. I started building the pipeline 
you know, of people and clients. And I was doing such a great job at it. People were referring family and friends. And so I never did any advertisements or did any marketing per se. Like the only marketing I did was on Instagram. And that's me taking the picture in front of the house. That's not right. true marketing. That's just yeah. you. As you pop basically in. showing that you you are right, in you this field in. and this yeah, is what right, you do right. you know what you're doing it's yeah strictly realtor yeah it's but it's not like on some like you know soliciting for services and shit right right exactly exactly but but hey guess what if i can't solicit you here's my number call me exactly <laughs> like if you're looking you know what i'm saying yeah, i'm right here yeah. i'm your real so now so now you coupling you 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 a realtor as well as still like buying and flipping houses like you doing this as well like all in conjunction with each other. Somebody at the time or now? Yeah, at the time. At the time. No, at, at the, the time, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So at the time, okay. I was I was doing rehabs. I was doing rehabs, and I was still at, uh, being a realtor. I was still you right. know serving customers and whatnot as a realtor. And so right. uh, I was like, man, I love. I didn't already you know I've already been introduced to this industry. Let me see how I can take on. You know what I mean? Take on a project and see, can I flip something? So one of my first projects coming back in, it was in an area called South Union, which is right by Medical Center Houston, which now mm -hmm. is a booming area, super booming. But when I bought a property, I bought a cash. We had a line of credit for like 50, like 50K. So we had a line mm -hmm. of credit. We bought we bought the property for like 36,000. And then we spent- In like 2015, 2016? This is like 2015, yeah, 2015, okay. 20 so we bought a property uh cash and then we were just using credit cards um credit cards and whatever you know capital that we had to to fix it up so we bought it for like 36.5 and we put like i forgot how much we ended up putting into it but the fact that we owned it outright and the lender that was uh financing the person that was buying the loan thought that we made this heap of money they didn't understand really what we had on the bottom line. So not only did we spend money on credit cards, we spent money off the line of credit, you know, we spent cash. We were always keeping a record. My wife, she's a CPA. So right. she was always keeping a record of how much we were spending. So I'm thinking like, I'm like, oh yeah, we only spent X, Y, Z. We should be good on the profit. So we finally got to the closing table and we uh, fixed it up and sold it for like 103. It was like okay we should be making a few dollars she was like well did you did you take out this expense did you take out the debt service that we paid on the line of credit did you take out the credit card payment did you take out the investor that we had to have on the back end we had one person that invested nine another person invested five on the back end you start adding them numbers up Man, this is looking like Madea on, on Diary. Type it up. You hear me? Right. <laughs> you like, oh shit. You like, so like how much we made? So we get to the closing table. When you look at your bottom line number, net profit was only three thousand. Damn, so, that's man, crazy. Spent all that time and spent all that money. And this was crazy because Harvey had 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 hit. Harvey had hit Houston and all a lot of homes were flooded. And so right. we man, we're not gonna ever be able to sell this house. Fortunately, mm -hmm. they always say the hood don't flood. And it didn't flood over there. And so man. the house didn't get flooded. I ended up, like I said, finishing up. That that address was sixty seven oh six Conley. I remember it to this day. Cause man, I had so many issues over there in the hood. You had people that was like Debo's trying to, you know what I mean, come punk you right. out of your 
You know what For I mean? Real? Like, yeah, and try to get you up out of there. Like, hey man, this is my block. Like, I bust heads around here. And I'm like, bro, I'm, I'm just over here working, dog. Like, yeah, I, right. Man, <laughs> I, I really got I really got this little, I got this shooter, I got this rocket in my pocket. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, trying to keep it I'm trying to make money. <laughs> so man, I always had somebody pulling up, man, and flexing. I think right before I was about to sell the house, somebody kicked in the back door. And was just petty and just made mud marks. They didn't steal nothing. They just made mud. Right. Marks. I'm weak. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, right. So, but that was like the that was the experience coming back into the to the industry that made me tell my wife, I'm like, look, we got the capacity to do it. We got to figure out what's realistic from a budget standpoint. Right. So a lot of times people want to go into flipping, and when they see you do it or they see you do anything, not just real estate, they be like, oh, I think I can do that. Oh, you think you yeah. can do it because you saw me do it? So you feel yeah, like yeah. Right. So like, I'm just like an easy catch? Or like, what do you think that, oh, okay, cool. Let's see how that works. Yeah. So, it's like, right. if he could do it, like, you know what I'm saying? But they also don't know what steps like were behind it. And also the other people, you said you had a lot of people helping you. Like, you had your wife helping you, you had another homie. Like, it's, it's a lot of shit going on. And I feel like in life, like, you know, the shit that you display is sometimes like, whether this should be a final product or you see like work in motion, you don't know what it took for me to even be at this yeah. point to even Man, show you what I'm doing. Let me tell you something. That was, like I said, I was, uh, that was 2015, 16. Born in the 17 with Harvey and them selling it like right at the top of the year. And so just, just as a testament, it's like I'm 40 now. And I tell people I didn't start really making money to like 35, 36. When I say money, I'm talking about like, I ain't talking about like, oh, we just hit 100K. No, I'm talking yeah. about like making money, money. Like we yeah, were yeah. we making, we seeing some some numbers, you know what I mean? Like we're right. doing all yeah. So, it was just like people see it and they're like, hey, I'm thinking about getting in real estate. And you like, you police officer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, yeah, I've been running up and down these neighborhoods. I think I see no shade, but you can invest. I mean, you can invest, but when you say you're getting in real estate, are you becoming a realtor? Are you trying to like buy some property you think because my thing and i've done podcasts man for years even had one and i had I, seen that as well that's one of your handles too I yeah yeah, yeah. Me and my cousin, yeah. We, had, we did 30 episodes in one season man we had a lot of prominent people in houston that we interviewed you know super dope episodes and we've been talking about trying to you know see if we're going to do it again and bring it back and what was that called it was called believe the hype and it's called mm-hmm. believe the hype because my cousin mm-hmm. played ball. He, he played overseas. I played, you know, when I was in high school and college. He's six, he's six nine, six ten, and I'm like six three and a half, six four, somewhere around there. You know, you got to get yourself the right. extra half inch. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy because it's crazy because six four is tall as fuck. Right next to six ten, it don't sound so right. tall. Right when I'm standing next to my cousin, I'm like. <laughs> Six ten is crazy. Six ten is crazy. So we had to. We I came up with the thing. Believe the hype instead of believe the hype. It was catchy because you know you got believe the hype is yeah for sure for sure. It's it's a known a known slogan, and so we came up with that. And uh, like I said, we did thirty successful episodes, and and we just haven't had time to you know get back to it because life life happens, 
and nah, facts. Right, right. Nah, it. but going, go, oh, sorry. No, yeah, going back to um, when you talk about like people just wanting to get into real estate and stuff like that, or, or yeah. actually, no, when you talked about like how you didn't really start making real money until like after 35, 36, yeah. I think something that um, I know I'm starting to realize in life is like the years that come before it, because you've been doing this for 15 years, bro. That's right. long as fuck. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. But a lot, like literally the first 10 years, that amount of time stacking experience and like yeah. going yeah. through the trials and tribulations, like that sets the stage for you to then have crazy years after that. Oh, so can you, talk, can you talk about like that, like first 10 years, you know what I'm saying? Like how much, how much you had to put in, um, what you really learned that allowed you to now in your, in, like after that, like the, you know, year 12, year 13, year 14, to make those kind of, uh, those years kind of like move in a way, like the trajectory goes like this. You know what I'm saying? It don't, it don't go like this. It go right. like that. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah, so the exponential growth, man, is a funny exactly. thing. Exponential I, growth, for sure. Yeah, when I think back about it, I, 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 it's funny, I text my wife the other day, I'm like, I send her like pictures. You know, when I was like super lightweight, you could tell like when a person eating good, they living good, they making some money. You know what I mean? Right. Like the weight, they got their happy weight on you. You know what I mean? That week. <laughs> you got a they, 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 they eating so much, they not watching what they eat. Right, right, right. Now that's, now that's the difference. You got people that's eating cheeseburgers every day. And not facts. No, when you eating good, no, no, that's what I'm saying. When right, you, good. Right. you know, your edge up hit different. You know what I mean? Your, 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 your you don't got to go right. as long between cuts. You don't got to go as long between shopping sprees. Yeah, man. So so over the years, as I look back, and I was sending her a text just saying, like, man, we came a long way. She was like, yes. It's like, man, I remember, uh, it's just crazy. I, when I came to Houston, I was driving a 93 Cutlass Sierra. And then that was my aunt's car. I ain't, I ain't had no tent, glass house. You say you came to Houston. Where are you from originally? East Texas, Northeast Texas, which is Marshall. Okay. Yeah, Marshall, okay. back in the country. But uh, when I came, I was driving, you know, uh, Cutler Sierra, which is 93 Cutler Sierra. Then my mom gave me her car, which is a, a 96 Nissan Maxima. And, I, man, I prided it because, you know, you like right. hand me down. You know what I mean? Like, I'm driving. Yeah. I'm the city so yeah, I went, yeah. i'm getting from point a to point b point man a. like and it's know, mine it is mine now right <laughs> right i went from that and i went i went from that to Chrysler 300 with the hemi you can't you gotta mm -hmm. be done with the hemi <laughs> get, get i up. remember them yeah, Chrysler no. 300s <laughs> right right with the hemi so i remember them that, and then uh my wife was like you're not gonna drive that maximum no more i'm like no i'm just driving I said, I'm gonna drive to him. You know, I'm gonna drive to the, the 300. You know, when it's like special occasions, I never went back to driving that Maxima. I in the <laughs> it was up. up. When it's your it choice, up. why choose the other right. one? Right. <laughs> it, was up. it was up, and so I went from that to uh, Challenger. I went from that to a Dodge Challenger when they had hit the market, and right. then I went from the Dodge Challenger to the Tahoe, which was like the newer model. Tahoe at the time was like 2015, 2016. And then, you know, so on from there, it's like, man, we projected, even for my wife, she was, I always make jokes with her about her Corolla, but that Corolla got her through college. It mm -hmm. just started her off in her career. You know, like, like we, we, we got to get you out of the Corolla. Like, come on. <laughs> right, 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 Move right. like that. But in essence of that, as I say that, the more money you make, the more you spend. And that is a problem uh, in our culture is because we aren't 
uh, we aren't educated about money and how to actually manage money or how we should invest money or how we should save money. And a lot of people, and that's no, that's, that, that's no fault to anybody. It's just not yeah. what we're educated. You're not taught it right. on your way up. You know what I'm saying? Way up. This is what you should do with your money. With my grandfather, God rest his soul, he passed a few weeks ago. He always Damn, told me. To hear that. Yeah, thank you, man. He told me if you make if you make a hundred if you make a, a dollar, you know what I mean, keep 20 cents. And so I've always used that concept, no matter what. It's like if I make a hundred thousand, keep twenty thousand, put it over in the bank, because majority of that's gonna go for expenses. You know, some of that you're gonna you're gonna fuck off, and it's just a part of nature. But um to say that it's just like to think back and be like, man, when I first started making some money, I'm going buying the jewels. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm I'm getting the necklace and I'm getting like some some to me that's big wins because it's, it ain't nothing big it's like a a Franco or whatever like a couple mm-hmm. of Francos I'm like okay right. nice necklace you know what I mean let me see what the let me go to sales and see you know what I mean what the earrings hitting for so I go to, <laughs> right. I get some earrings I'm, okay I'm I let me get out the the Walgreens glasses and get me some prescribed <laughs> with some swag. Yeah, you know I mean? so you start as you start making money again, you start spending more money. And so mm-hmm. the thing about entrepreneurship is that you never know when your next dollar. You never know when you're gonna make your next dollar. And so I think the biggest thing for me over time is when like. No matter how much money I make, I always got to make sure I put some money up for a rainy day because it's gonna rain. It's gonna rain, but you always gotta be prepared and as an entrepreneur as well. You gotta start developing hustles that's gonna pay you even when you sleep. And so mm-hmm. you do hustles that pay you when you sleep. You ain't gotta worry about, you know what I mean, if the check gonna hit on, on this big job that you, you know what I mean, waiting to get paid for 30 days, 60 days after doing a contract mm-hmm. or selling the house, because you always got something that you multiplying that you can potentially increase. Like I talked about the thousand dollars a day. It's like right. you can always increase that over there because you you set the boundaries and you set you know what I mean you set the ground uh the ground rules to or, or the I would say like the 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 blueprint as to how you want to make sure that you keep you know what I mean keep that accelerating and so right. as I get to now we in 2023 and we was talking about wanting to see a meal we we thought a meal was like oh man we make a meal we didn't made it but shit right. after you pay your taxes you a thousand there again. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. So you ain't really a millionaire. So like, yeah. you know, people say they hit a million, and, and what's a like? Who is truly a millionaire? Like a millionaire doesn't always mean liquid. You could be a millionaire based on your assets. So we were doing mm-hmm. assets. Uh, we were doing like our our personal financial statement like a few years ago because we were trying to increase our lines of credit. So when you get into these, you know, to the to the the different brackets they start talking about you know ar ap agent you know personal financial statements you know your business tax returns and personal tax returns your k1s k2 schedule c's you know it's like you start learning these things as a business owner because everybody say they want to be a boss until it comes time to cut the check you know what i mean mm-hmm. everybody can't you can't be a boss until you take a loss you know what i mean mm-hmm. and so we done took the losses and we understand now it's like, yo, like, what are we going to put our money into again that's going to keep us being able to sustain and be able to float? And so over the years, we've learned what we've, we've done assessment. We've done what we call like risk management. We've assessed mm-hmm. 
the investment. We've looked at whether it's a high demand investment or whether it's a low demand. If it's low demand, that means that in the event like the pandemic, that it won't succeed. It'll, it'll get flushed out. So you got to find investments that will forever be timeless. Yeah. So I think that we've done that over the years to say, hey, let's look at this particular you know investment or let's look at this particular opportunity and see if it makes sense. So I always look at something now and we'll forecast it and we'll do the numbers and we'll take time and not be so frivolous, you know what I mean, and making decisions and spending money, whether it be jewelry or whether it be cars, whether it be a house or an investment, you always got to look and assess the risk because that's going to be the difference of whether you're going to be floating or you're going to be on your ass. And that's how we look at it now. So, uh, you know, and like, as you, like, as you talking about that, to even give context to this conversation, I met you in one of your clubs, crew. Yeah, crew. So you got the crew lounge, you know what I'm saying? And yeah, you be talking crew. about, you know, having these multiple streams of income. Yeah. We talking about something that has high demand. You also mentioned the pandemic as well. I'm actually really curious into when you actually, you know what I'm saying, bought that and became a franchise owner, you know, in Houston. Yeah. And um, why did you feel like, you know what I'm saying, that was like the right time to do that like you know i pulled through it was definitely like a lit night you know i was there for a weekend just like a little small business trip yeah but you know i'm glad i definitely slid through that joint but yeah definitely curious as to like why he was like yeah this is definitely a play yeah yeah no so uh crow man is is owned by dennis mckinley which is which he's out of atlanta uh he's a ceo and uh we started the branches out in dallas which you know you got a group uh that's out of detroit which at the location you were at, uh, those guys on their location, and they got a brother that has 290, and then we were going to Dallas, but we got the Fort Worth location open, and then we got another Galleria location that's about to open, and then we're going to do one in the South. But So for me as the principal executive, I can recruit you know, for people that are wanting to potentially, uh, just say, for instance, like start a franchise. It's like, hey – right. Come in and bring these guys in, and I own the particular franchise to to the Dallas area, which we recently moved back to Houston, and uh, we're gonna try to open up another area like on the south south end. So okay. Crew was a major investment because Hookah is prominent everywhere you go. Yeah, you know? <laughs> shorties love it, man. That shit crazy. They're gonna you gonna see them on a commercial talking about mesothelioma. You know what I mean? And in the next five years, five years, they gonna be like, you know, I mean, we smoked the hookah, the shisha, and uh, shisha, and 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 oh, now now my throat hurt. Well, y'all were chugging on the, you know, what I mean, y'all were chugging <laughs> on at your house and outside. Niggas right, be in the crib. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I used to think it was a special occasion. I used to think it was like, oh, like night out there. You go to somebody's house and they like, you know, oh, you <laughs> And when I'm talking to some of my partners, like on the phone, I hear the bubbling, like the little bubbling. That's crazy. I literally know that they smoking the hookah because I hear the little bubbling. It's like, like, y'all literally have an addiction to this hookah. I don't even smoke smoke hookah. I don't, I'm not against, like I said, for people that do it or overdo it that's just that's your cup of tea that's your cup of tea that's what yeah, you yeah. Right. it's just something you're noticing that's what i'm noticing so i knew that that was an opportunity and in the pandemic you know they were giving out a lot of stimmies 
So a lot of money was being spent. And I think, uh, I can't disclose the number, but it was in the M's that uh, the downtown location did numbers, you know what I mean, in the pandemic. Wait, during the pandemic? Yeah, during the pandemic, yeah. That's crazy, because wasn't shit closed down during the pandemic? Yeah, yeah. So so fortunately, you know, those are one of the one people still came in with a mask. Uh, and it was yeah. like slightly it was slightly coming out of the pandemic. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pandemic, because there was still restaurants that you but could, no, but, but also too, like some some joints didn't even recover from it. Like right. they never right. came back. You know what I'm saying? Like even when shit right. opened back up, they didn't they never came back. Yeah, so a lot of places right. out here. Right. Sure. right, right. They never came back, man. So uh to this day, I was in there last night, you know what I mean? Just in the last night. And I can't lie to you, man. I, the, the smoke kills me, bro. Yeah, yeah. you can't stay in there too long. I can't, man. No, no, no. I'm out yeah. smelling like a smokestack, man. I just can't. Yeah, about to say, and that should come out. That should leave with you, too. I'm like, yo, like, like the humidifier got to get increased. Like, it got to get bigger. <laughs> <laughs> get a couple more. Nah, the yeah, man. So it's crazy. <laughs> But we realized that was a good investment, man. Uh, just because, again, it's a vibe. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like right. the slogan is "catch a vibe, crew catch a vibe." Yeah. So, so yeah. it sounds like some of the things that you learned, you know, what I'm saying in those early years was like definitely investing. You know, um, like putting money in different places. Yeah. Uh, when when you get it for sure, uh, you said something about like tracking your expenses and doing like your personal, like tracking all your personal finances. Yeah, bro. Oh that's huge i i'm i'm a i'm a numbers guy i'm an accountant so like i very much feel that you know what i'm saying like the same way that you track numbers for a business it's so valuable to do that for your own personal finances too because you know what i'm saying you don't you don't start like you can't have a month or a week even where you're like, how did I spend that much money? You know what I'm saying? Like, I used to, I used, that used to be me. I used to like, when I was in college and I was like, you know what I'm saying? Just not paying attention. I could wake up and like realize I spent 200, $300 over the weekend and be like, when did I do that? You know what I'm saying? Right. right. Like, you don't do that when you, when you track your personal finances. And then that leads to just being more conscious of what you're spending, what you're right. spending on. Um, and it just leads to like, whether you're trying to or not, it leads to just, saving more money or like having more money on hand because you're just not being like you said frivolous you know right 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 man i mean and, and then you know now these days like uh we we built this home man and uh we moved in with a lot of equity and uh you know it's all about it's not about how much money you make it's how much you can keep and so <laughs> facts for me, it's like it's so different now because i have more money now with more expenses than I had with less, you know what I mean? Mm. Less yeah. but spending more money. And so yeah. it's like how that But works. you got the knowledge now of like how to right. keep your money. How to keep, it, how to keep your money. Exactly. So like, That's you know, as we decorate the house, you know, I'm all, every day I'm logging on. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm logging on it. I'm logging on by three of the accounts every day. <laughs> Hey, well, and it's cool now because like we got apps and stuff these days that yeah, kind of yeah, yeah, and then yeah, even yeah. just like everything's like on debit and stuff like that so your right. bank transactions are kind of all yeah. in yeah. a place you can go get them you know what i'm saying so it, it yeah. is easier but it's much easier these days to be yeah. able to track your expenses yeah, my wife, like man, she, she's so amazing at being like i said it's being the cpa that does audit you know she can find a needle in the haystack and she's gonna always make sure that the budget and the finances are intact as far as knowing where the money is at and so 
uh, man, I'm, I've learned through her. You know what I mean? There's a yeah. lot I've learned, uh, you know, in terms of being frugal, you know, and uh, not frivolous and, you know, messing off the money. Like, I've understood the process now. It's like, if I want to keep this, some stuff going to have to die down. And I've learned over time, yeah. too. It's like, man, when you really got it going, you ain't got to show it. You know yeah, what I mean? yeah, that's a big key. Yeah, yeah you ain't got to show it, man. Like, people can smell it on you. But you ain't gotta because you walk you walk how does it feel? Like huh? how, how does it feel? How does it feel to be in a house that you actually built? Bro, I you definitely want to get into that. It's not like it's not like I definitely want to get you know, into that. And, and it's no not, it's a blessing to be able to buy yeah, a premise. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. But to actually be able to, you know, brick by brick build that and then actually yeah. move the family into that, like what yeah. does that feel like? Man, I it's is Man, it's crazy how many people ask me that, bro. And I'm still, I still have all moments. But I also, I'm also uh, a critique. Like I'm a critiquing part. I, I'm gonna over critique. Like I'm gonna look at certain things, and I'm putting the punches together right now because when you're building a house, it's magnitude. You're gonna miss some stuff. And so I'm mm-hmm. like, I got my guy. Like, hey, I got this punch list. I need you to come through, touch this up, fix that. You know what I mean? And right. there's nothing broken here, but there's little aesthetic things that you know. That I want to make sure tight because otherwise it's gonna bother me from being OCD. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) it is, man. Because I now that makes sense. But I was trying to hear up and get in here because we were paying a note, bro. The note was like twelve, thirteen thousand a month. You know what I mean? When you're doing hard money, so I'm like, yo, we gotta hear up and get up in this month. Like, yeah, yeah, my pocket. You know what I mean? So being here every day, my son getting used to. We got the pool being built in the back right now. They'll be done with that. This weekend, they just spray down the hydro seed on the on the land. We got like four acres. You know what I mean? Like we got a whole estate situation, and so it's it's something I've always dreamt of, but not to this magnitude. Because I grew yeah. up in, in the country in the double wide. You know what I mean? On acres, and that's mm-hmm. what I know it was. You know what I mean? And so, you know, when I had my parents here for my forty, if I had my fortieth birthday here at the house, one of the, one of the birthdays. Uh, one of the weekends, the day out of the weekend I had it here, my mom was sitting here, my dad was sitting like over there in the back, and they was just like, like our baby boy did it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I was about to say that's that's probably a surreal oh, feeling right there. And man, it was crazy, man, just hearing yeah. them say it was like they was like, We did good. And they divorced, they've been divorced over twenty years, but to have them yeah. both in the same house and them yeah. to have their own rooms, you know what I mean? And to be able to like wake tough. up it's fucking tough, man. man. Yeah, man, bro. It was just, it was, it was a surreal moment, man. But it was a full circle moment for me to say, like, yo, I, I envisioned this years ago, like long, long time ago. But I never knew how I would get there. But when you fast track ten years, you be like, damn, ten years seemed like a while. You know what I mean? But when you right. going life just on day to day and life be life, shit fly by. If shit fly by, because life right. really do be life. You know yeah, I mean? it really do. <laughs> you know it really do. And so, man, just to have them here, you know, and give that that moment of gratitude and affirmation was was like a big up for me to keep doing what I'm doing or, or elevate the standards. So I'm like, yo, I can't stop now. You know what no, I mean? I gotta turn. You gotta it up. go harder now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta turn it up a notch. And so, yeah. being here every day, man. Like I said, walking through the house, wifey come upstairs. She go to the office. We can look at the hole downstairs there were like a good portion of it we got windows you know what i mean that you can look at the downstairs through the mm-hmm. office 
And then mm-hmm. like the living room and dining room, we could see all the way out to the back because we got these tall collapsing sliding doors. It's like nine feet tall, 20 feet wide that you can Crazy. be able to look at. Then when you look out the front of the house, you got three stacked windows that are like nine and eight feet tall, 10 feet tall that you just look out, you know what I mean, to the street. And so as I'm looking in the motor court, you know what I mean? Most people are like, what's a motor court? <laughs> you can park multiple cars, you know what I mean, in there before you even go in the garage. Like we both, yes. got, we both got our own garages. And so, you know, the time as we were designing the house, man, and putting it together, I was just like, man, this is surreal moments. It's like, we really doing this, you know what I mean? And then we finally did the refinance for permanent financing. I'm like, yo, like we, we really find it like it's crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, yeah, just to even do that and people that I know when they see me back home, I'm still the same dude. Like I'm super, yeah. I'm super like laid back, super humble. Like I ain't never, you know what I mean? Pop my collar on nobody, bro. Like I'm super yeah. busy, but at the same time, I'm grateful for the same thing, you know, for the same things that made me or uh, the same things that continue to humble me. And so Man, I'm grateful to be in the position, man, to be able to pay it forward, you know, if I can, man. If I can't, I provide the resources to people to to help those that, you know, want to potentially get in the position to to get to where where I'm at. And I'm and I'm saying where I'm at because I still feel like anybody can get here. Anybody you know? can get and, there. And, and, yeah. and do you do mentorship? Do you do those type of things? Like I used to, so, like, I used to, so, man. Uh I used to so, and but I'm I'm at the point where I'm at now, and I always talk to people like one on ones on the phone. Like you call, yeah, yeah. Them, okay. It's like, hey, you know, do woo woo. And I got people that follow, you know what I mean? They follow right. the, the the convo and do it, and they see that it works. I'm not gonna tell you some of that I think. I'm gonna tell you some I know. If I don't yeah. know, say, hey, I can't put no stamp on that. You know what I mean? Right. If I tell them that, and they know that it's nothing that I've done before. I'm not gonna guide you. And tell you, hey, this this is the move to make, and I haven't done it yet. Like I'm gonna tell you something right. that I really got proof in doing. And so back to you know to the question of mentorship, my focus now has been on you know my little one, my son, which he's six, and they're in that that stage of being super impressionable. So right. I've been I've been spending more time now, you know, being with the family, being on vacation. We went to right. Universal Studios a few weeks ago. We came back, buried my grandfather the next day, went to Mexico to uh, Nickelodeon, you know what I mean? Turned up in Nickelodeon for four days, came back to the States, went back out of town, back to East Texas, and uh, was with my mom, just hanging out, man, chilling, eating Thanksgiving, then came back to the city, and man, we just back into the routine. And so, (laughs) in a matter of a month, bro, we... We did a lot that most people don't even do over, you know what I mean, two or three years. It's like we yeah, don't know, right. but we just we thankful and blessed, man, to be able to do that and have have a moment to reset and reflect. And that's really what it was when I was in Mexico. I was just like, man, I'm looking out into the ocean and be like, man, you got to take moments like that to embrace and thank God. Like we so busy being on the clock and not really embracing really what we have in front of us and what you got in front of you doesn't measure or give a metric of your success you determine your success so when a person mm-hmm. says, i'm successful whatever your metric is your metric is of success you determine that don't let nobody say well you're not successful because you ain't made a million dollars 
what is a million dollars? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you got that shit, you can you you can lose it the next day. So mm-hmm. your success can be measured based on how many people you bless or how many people, you know what I mean, you put into a position. Your success could be uh how much money you gross from the year before, the year before that. You see what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. your success is measured based on what you feel is personal fulfillment, not based on what somebody else gives you a metric and say you got to hit this in order to be successful so my personal success is being able to come from where i came from put my family in a home with over a million dollars in equity when we moved in you know what i mean to be able to go travel and do what we want to do and do what we need to do and not feel stressed every month like trying to figure right. out how to pay the bills like that's mm-hmm. my that's for me, that's my measure of success. Yeah. Right. And the next goal is like to get to hundred million. So people right. are like, how you gonna get to hundred million? I don't know, but I got the vision. That's where it starts. I got the vision. I, I know that I can do it and it may take another five years, but in five years I'm 45. If I got a hundred million, man, come on, man. Yeah. Man, <laughs> that's crazy. That's yeah. crazy. So that's the, um, uh, what's real. Yeah, nah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm gonna say what's realistic to to me may not be realistic to other people, and I can't yeah. base my beliefs, you know, and and my understanding based on what other people understand because we come from two different cloths. So that's really what a TI is, man. That's really yeah, nah, that's facts. That's that's a lot of that's a lot of uh, wisdom right there. You know what I'm saying? It's a great place to kind yeah. of wrap it. But um, Greg T, bro, appreciate you coming yeah. through. you got a lot of you got a lot of things going on man tell people they see the greg t the builder but tell people like some of the other places they could catch you uh and like what you got going on and things like that yeah yeah so i mean they can definitely you know uh tune in the underscore underscore ttcd which is the construction page my personal page is g.t.ii uh man i'm i'm usually i don't post as much as i used to but when i'm when i'm posting trust me it's meaningful so yeah, right. yeah and you yeah. got the video of that beautiful crib up you know what i'm saying yeah. definitely it's yeah. worth it it's yeah. worth it literally just going there to look yeah. look at that joint yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah shoot the content that went that went viral yeah, that, yeah that, joke, that bro that crib is crazy that crib is crazy but like you said bro you had the vision for it you know what i'm saying you, you yeah. didn't know how you was gonna get there but you got there yeah. i think that's inspirational as hell i fuck with yeah, that yeah and i'll tell people too man it's like sometimes things happen out of your control don't be in a rush to sell yourself short i always try to think of a solution you know what i mean mm-hmm. exhaust your exhaust the the necessary resources but don't 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 spiral out because you don't have the idea instantly. Take time, sit and think on it. A solution will come, but don't rush your decisions. You know what I mean? To do things on impulse just because you feel like your back is up to the wall. Always be rational. You know what I mean? Do your research and figure out, is there another way for me to be able to, you know, find a solution to this problem? And you end up working it out, man. So, you know, that's definitely a gem, man, to be able to pass on to people so they can take that. Nah, that's that's facts, bro. Appreciate you again appreciate coming you, through. Bro, uh, everybody follow him. And uh, yeah, man, appreciate you again, bro. No, thank you, man. You guys, man, make sure y'all be careful. When I'm, when I'm in the area, man, I'm going to make sure I, I tap yeah, in. Got to. And likewise, I love Houston. I love Houston. It's been it's been too long since I've been out there. So definitely yeah. got to come check out. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Nah, man, come on, come on out here, man. You might get snow, snow tomorrow. It may be sunny the day after. <laughs> flood at the end of the week. Yeah, I'm it sound like the DMV. I know it sounds like the DMV, low key, except for the sunny. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I'm gonna come see y'all boys soon, man. So all right, bro. All right, bro. All right, bro. Take it early. early.